Father, may these words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, you who are our strength, our rock, our redeemer, you whose mercy is always more. Amen. So if I were to ask you what God has been doing in your life lately, how would you answer that question? Would you perhaps answer it this way? He's been blessing me. In fact, he's been, he's been blessing me so much, he's blessed the socks off of me. <laughs> you may not feel that way at this moment. In fact, you may be feeling anything but blessed. But the truth of the matter is, and this is on the basis of God's words, Jesus' words that you just said, not just words, they're promises. And based on the faithfulness of God, that when God says he's going to do something, he always does that. Based on that, that's exactly what God is doing every day in your life. He is blessing you, maybe even to the degree of blessing the socks off of you. Because you see, here's what is happening today in the lives of each and every person who believes in Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. God is doing the Beatitudes. He is living out the Beatitudes, especially the first four Beatitudes. Listen again to these. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Filled. What's God been doing lately? In your life, he's been filling you. He has been giving you his kingdom in exchange for your poverty. He has met your times of mourning with his comfort. You're acknowledging, he's acknowledging your humility by giving you an, an overwhelming inheritance. And he's been answering your need for righteousness by giving you Jesus. In short, he's been blessing daily with his grace, his unconditional love, with his forgiveness, making you a member of his family, giving you everlasting life. He's been blessing you. And I think when you add all those up to the degree of, yep, blessing your socks off. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Because this is exactly what God has been doing. He's been doing this today for you. And when tomorrow becomes today, you'll do it again. Now, as we move to the next four Beatitudes, you may want to look at these in your Bible. Page 958, the Beatitudes. As we move to the next four Beatitudes, the, the question changes. The question changes from what has God been doing in my life lately, and now it's God's turn to ask the question, what have we been doing with this grace that he's been giving to us, with the blessing. What are the fruits from all of his blessings that are taking place 
But our, our simple and basic answer would be that we're trying to live a grace-filled life for eternity. That's the truth that the, the next four Beatitudes zeroes in on, beginning with the first one, verse 7, the one that I'm lifting up for today. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. What does God want from you and me today? He wants us to be people of mercy. He wants mercy from us. He wants, he wants forgiveness from us. He, he wants compassion from us. You know, not to put the pressure on any of us, but you know what God wants? He wants us to be exactly like him. Now, before going any further with this, so that we can in, indeed do this and, and not crumble under the, the pressure of trying to be like God, you need to keep this ever so clear in your mind. None of what we do by way of being merciful, none of what we do will enable us or earn us any more mercy or grace than what has already been freely given to us in Jesus Christ. Now look carefully at that beatitude, verse 7, and know what it says, and more importantly, note what it doesn't say. It doesn't say that the merciful will receive justice. Instead, it says that the merciful will receive mercy. And the point? Well, if in fact all of our acts of mercy gain us more of the mercy and love of God, then this verse would say, instead, blessed are the merciful because justice will be done and they will get more mercy. See, it's not justice. Getting what you deserve, that's justice, isn't it? Justice is something you've earned by doing the right thing. You're entitled to it. That's justice. But this verse doesn't say that. But mercy. Mercy is grace. Mercy is Mercy isn't earned. It's given. It comes from the heart of the one giving the mercy. There's no inherent right to it. It's a gift. As the verse says, blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. So let me good news you. And let me gospel you one more time as we think about and talk about what we can do for God. You have received mercy from Him. You have been totally merciful. 
even when we were dead in transgressions, by grace you have been saved. That's Ephesians 2. Here's Titus 3. But when the kindness and love of our God appeared to us, he saved us not because of righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that being justified by his grace, we might become heirs, having the hope of eternal life. You've been mercy, not justice. We don't receive justice from God, we receive mercy from God. You receive grace from him. And it is that gospel that enables us to be people of mercy. That's what empowers changes our hearts to want to show mercy. That's what fills us with compassion. It is his mercy that leads us to ask, what can we do for God? You can be merciful. Blessed that he extended to his brothers. See in his forgiveness and his words of forgiveness to his brothers his own healing that is taking place. 
says to his brother, you intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of the lives. But more importantly, as you forgive those who have wronged you, the door is being opened into their hearts and their lives to receive God's forgiveness and God's healing in Christ. The same blessing that you received from him. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievance you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. What else can you and I do for God today to be a person of grace, to be people of grace? We can be people of compassion. There are lots of pretty people in this world. We can do what we can to be compassionate toward them. We can Pray for the homeless and reach out and try to help them if you possibly can. The various agencies in our community that serve them. We can have a heart for those who are new to our country, the immigrants. We can also reach out to women who are in crisis pregnancies and come alongside of them to help them choose life for their unborn. So many ways that we can be people of grace, people of compassion, people of mercy. Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to him, go, I wish you well, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about his physical needs, what good is that? That's from James. And then it follows up from 1 John chapter 3. If anyone has material possessions and sees his brother or sister in need but has no pity on him, how can the love of God be in him? Dear children, let us not love with words, but with actions and in truth. Do you remember the parable of the Good Samaritan? After finishing the parable, Jesus asked this question. Which of these three men do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of the robbers? And the man whom Jesus told this parable replied, the one who had mercy on him. Remember what Jesus said next? Jesus told him, go and do likewise. And you go and do likewise. And live lives of grace and be people of mercy. Blessed are merciful, for they Hearts and minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.